Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about the benefits of boxing workouts for seniors. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We're really, really happy that you're here today. We're going to be diving into a fun topic. We're going to be talking about why boxing workouts can benefit seniors. Uh, that's going to be a fun one. Uh, we love that uh, boxing episodes that we put out online, and uh, we're really excited to talk about it. But before we jump into that, we just want to remind you to visit our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Check out our vast growing library of exercise videos that we have out there. There's something for everybody, and we add new videos every week. So don't forget to check that out. And while you're there, obviously, our podcast episodes are all there, as well as our mini motivational podcast episodes, uh, our growing library, which we do add to that every week as well. Um, while you're there, we have a custom seven-day workout plan to check out as well. Uh, we've been really, really happy with being able to help people all around the world with their fitness goals. And um, it, the custom seven-day workout plan has been a real, real big helper for us to learn more about you and your fitness goals. So check that out. And last but not least, sign up for that newsletter that we send out once a week. And in it, we have all of our latest and greatest content. So today's, uh, today's episode, we're talking about boxing workouts for seniors. Now, Meredith, are we talking about we're going to let people in a boxing cage and just slug it out and, no, and beat, beat each not. other to a pulp? <laughs> no. What does that mean? <laughs> that's, that's what most people think when they hear the word boxing. Right. Um, they think they're going into a boxing ring and hitting somebody or um, getting hit by somebody. But of course, uh, that's not exactly what we're talking about. And if anybody's watched our workouts, they obviously know that we are not boxing with someone we're air boxing mm -hmm. um in our workouts that we do but there are so many benefits to boxing whether it's air boxing on a heavy bag or with someone holding mitts in front of you so mm -hmm. or i guess in a ring as well if you still wanted to do that sparring they would call it not actually full out boxing mm -hmm. <laughs> So, uh, again, we like to draw upon your experience that you've had, the many years of you having clients over the years of many ages, but you worked with um, many seniors as well, and what has been kind of the attitude about boxing workouts, uh, you know, in the, the senior community? Um, it's been more males tend to gravitate towards it because females think, once again, that it is something that's going to be um, hitting somebody or a little too violent. Um, which again, <laughs> we're not hitting other people when we do it. Mm -hmm. um, thinking about the actual skill of the sport of boxing is what it should come down to instead of what some people think of when they look inside of the boxing ring and think that people are just going at it and hitting one another. Um, there's a lot of skill to it. Um, so uh, I guess men might have a tendency to be... Um, more prone to want to watch boxing or they watched it in the past. Therefore, they're the ones who say, oh, yeah, I'll take a boxing class where the mm -hmm. females that were in communities that I would bring it up to if they would take a class, they kind of said, no, nah, I don't know. I, that's not really for me. I'm not a boxer. I don't like boxing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it was more of a, a I never taught it actually in a um, a community because never got enough interest in it really mm -hmm. so 
They never actually went into into classroom format mm-hmm. in communities, but obviously we have it, and I've done it many times, and used to do it inside of a boxing gym, and have taught other people when I work one on one some of those uh, different moves you can do. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of very understandable that boxing may um, people may be apprehensive, especially maybe females to, to try it um, if you're of uh, senior age. Um, just because I think growing up, there was not many female boxers. Well, it's exactly right. And yeah. kind of like <laughs> that role model or that, that, that model to set, right. perhaps. Um, and, and, and again, we're not talking about slugging it out with people, but just the, the movements of boxing. Uh, right, for the most exactly. Part, air boxing, shadow boxing. And it has become a lot more popular because they're starting to see the correlation of... Um, Obviously, the effects that boxing has on the body and the body as it ages. But Parkinson's, it's helping Parkinson's, helping Mm -hmm. dementia. Um, So you don't even have to stand. You can be seated. You could be in a wheelchair um, and doing these movements. um, And the breath that goes along with it is quite beneficial. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And those are great points that we can definitely dive into. uh, Boxing, uh, all those all those amazing benefits that it has. Um, with the boxing workouts, and again, there's examples of these workouts that you've put together, Meredith, that are on our website, on our YouTube channel. Uh, great. If, if there's anything that we talk about in this podcast that you want to actually visually see how that works, please <laughs> check those out. You can go to our website, put in boxing, and you'll get uh, the numerous videos that we have. Um, but when you're doing your boxing workouts, are you wearing boxing gloves? What do you what do you? Some people do. Uh-huh. Um, most of the times, you're just using your your hands you know and you put them into a fist of course sometimes people will use boxing gloves that adds a little bit of weight so um gives you a little bit more of that muscular uh workout if you want that as well as a cardio workout um some people like to wrap their hands so they feel more like they are a boxer Mm -hmm. (laughs) and doing the movements but a lot of times when you're in classes, it's just using your bare hands. That's all you need. Um, I mean, you can up it. Some people do up it and hold maybe really, really light weights or even water bottles, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you never want heavy, heavy weight when you're doing these movements because if you lock out your elbow or throw too much from your shoulder, it will, it could cause an injury. So, mm-hmm. um so, yeah, prefacing that with if you choose to use any type of uh, weight at all, make sure it's very light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, usually in a class format, you would just use your bare hands unless you were hitting a punching bag um, in that type of class where they had heavy bags or they had someone holding mitts that you would hit into, then you would definitely want to wear gloves in order to protect your hands and knuckles. Right, right, right. Um why do you think that there is a stereotype that boxing isn't for seniors? You know, mm-hmm. why why would there be that stereotype or like this persona that it's not a good exercise for seniors? What are we missing? Right. I think a lot of it is they don't think that the hand-eye coordination can be there. Um and the balance and coordination can be there. Uh, when obviously it can, and if it's not there, it can um, be obtained by doing these movements. Um, and like I said before, you can sit to do these movements. It's still going to be a great core stabilizing workout by doing um, the movement seated. 
But I think the main thing is kind of goes down to when you think of boxing, you're not thinking of just the movements. You're thinking of two people inside of a ring. Mm -hmm. So once we take that out, then people go, well, seniors won't be able to do that. They just don't have the balance. They won't be able to be fast enough. But again, you're hitting into the air or a heavy bag in front of you for the most part. Um, it go always go at your pace. It doesn't have to be at a certain speed. Um, mm -hmm. getting big movements and big breath when you hit is uh, probably the most beneficial thing that comes from it. And that's where the Parkinson's um, benefits come from. Mm -hmm. Nice big movements are great for the body because it's tight and it wants to stay small. So you're forcing it to get big. Um, so the, uh, we'll go into probably even more benefits, but that's just uh, some of them and why I think it's kind of become it's become more popular for seniors but before it was more of a faux pas of why why would seniors um do that they can't do that they shouldn't do that mm -hmm. and i think even was the thought of hitting a bag um could be hurtful to maybe their wrist or shoulders but you always make sure that they're not putting a lot of impact into it that they are um staying safe by wearing gloves and wrapping hands and things like that, or just punches going through the air, no impact at all. Mm -hmm. So I think what you mentioned there about the breathing is something that most people don't think about when it right. comes to <laughs> this exercise, boxing or a lot of exercises per se. Right. Most, um, most, the, but yes, <laughs> the, bre the breathing aspect is probably something that we could all learn about when it comes to this exercising, especially boxing. So that's, that's a great, great tip to bring up there. Right. Um, as far as the seated workouts, when you come up with your seated workouts, uh, what do you think about? What, what do you make sure you kind of, you know, put out there? How with, do you design them? With the seated boxing? Seated boxing or and standing. And, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, you're just trying to get the movements down. So I think when I do a boxing workout, I want someone to feel like they're learning something from it. Um, that they're learning actual boxing moves. They're just not throwing their arms through the air and saying, I'm boxing, which is fine too if you're having fun and you're getting the heart rate up. Um, but I want someone to feel like they're learning something. They're getting actual benefit and throwing their punches correctly. So we always go through different types of punches and jabs and hooks and uppercuts, things like that, nice and slow and then speeding it up. And then you add combinations in there, which again, there's that um, hand-eye coordination where you're throwing right in front of you and you have to have good memory for it. And that's why it helps people with any type of brain decline in any way, um, because you, your body starts to flow when you start to do some of these combinations. And when the body starts to flow, your mind is saying in you know, you're internally saying, I'm going to throw this punch, then this, then this, then this, and that's my combination. And then you're saying that over and over again, as your body's flowing through those punches. And then you realize that you've memorized a combination where maybe you couldn't remember anything um, before. So they're seeing a lot of uh, great benefits mm -hmm. when it comes to, like I said, uh, dementia and Alzheimer's, things like that. Mm -hmm. Any type of uh, brain or cognitive um, functions that are going on. So, yeah, it's uh, it's like I like you said. Make sure you watch one of the videos. If you think no, it's it's something that I can't do. Seated or standing, you're going to do the same types of workouts. There's some foot movement to it. 
um, even seated. You get to move your feet a little bit side to side, mm-hmm. um, focusing yeah. on staying on the ball of the foot. Right. Um, which, of course, you would do if you're standing. And keeping the core pulled in nice and tight always. Um, that's very important. Um, keeping shoulders relaxed. Um, using the whole body. I think that's kind of the main thing. Starting with learning how to punch, but knowing that the whole body goes behind a punch. It's not just your arms. And a lot of people think that too, that you just throw from your arms when it's a lot of it comes from your lower body and your core and your upper body follows through with the movements that your lower body and core do. Therefore, you get a nice, uh, strong punch from it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So... Do you kind of approach those, uh, the standing and the seated differently, or you just, they're very tightly coupled, but they're obviously yeah, very slight tightly differences. Coupled. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. I try and keep them very similar. Once again, anytime we do any type of workout seated, whether it's a cardio workout, a dumbbell workout, or a boxing workout, um, I want someone to feel like uh, they're getting the same exact benefits and able to do the same exact movements. They just need to stay seated for whatever reason it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Safety concerns, or they are confined to a wheelchair. So knowing that they can still get the same workout. So I try and keep them, yeah, very, very similar um, Mm -hmm. when I do a standing versus seated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So let's, let's dive into these benefits. I mean, we've kind of jumped into a couple of them already. Um, and, and we can break this down into, uh, you know, uh, mental benefits, physical benefits, uh, whichever you think is, is, yeah, is yeah. great I'll to start with. A few things. So yeah, like the physical, it's mm-hmm. basically, like I said, an all over strengthening workout, um, standing or seated. Um, when you're standing, you're really focusing on keeping your balance, of course, but keeping the slight bend in the knees. So you're putting that weight on the lower body from the ankle joint. Let's start from the feet up. You Mm -hmm. know, you're strengthening from the feet to the ankles, the calves, um, into your quadriceps. The hips have to move, like I said before, to get that punch through. And your core is engaged, again, to keep you balanced. But when you're moving the body, the core always wants to engage. Um, It wants to move and help support you and your spine and everything that you do. So... That's working, and then we, of course, go into upper body where everything is working in the upper body as well, Um, from the back, the upper back, lower back, your chest, biceps, triceps, and shoulders get a nice workout as well. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So entire body strengthening when you're doing um, a boxing workout. So that's the physical. It's a full body, yeah. It's a full body workout. Um, What about your um, cardiovascular system? Oh, definitely. You get the heart rate up for sure because you're throwing the punches, the whole body's working, the muscles are engaging, and it gets the heart rate up. Therefore, it becomes cardiovascular as well. Mm-hmm. Is boxing, do you think, maybe kind of considered almost a what we like to call a HIT workout, high-intensity interval training? Can it be like that because you're you're kind of... You're boxing and then you may stop and slow, you know, that up and down of the heart rate. I mean, is that translatable? Yeah, very translatable. When we've made some of our, we did a boxing and kickboxing um, hit style, and that's basically what it is. It is doing those movements for a certain amount of time, which gets the heart rate up and then allows it to go back down. So, yeah, definitely you're um, 
getting that hit style workout when you box mm-hmm. if you're taking breaks every once in a while hopefully <laughs> yeah yeah now we, you kind of briefly <laughs> talked about weights uh, earlier uh using light hand weights or wrist weights right um what about if you're doing a standing boxing workout would you recommend using ankle weights no, I don't like to put a lot of pressure um, with movements like that on lower body because then you tend to uh, tweak the knees and you're doing a lot of twisting movements on the ball of your feet mm-hmm. when you're standing. So I wouldn't recommend uh, ankle weights for that. Ankle weights I save for specific lower body workouts when you know you're going to be able to have a nice steady uh, base and know the movements that you're doing, the muscles that you're working, etc. Mm-hmm. When you put ankle weights on and do a cardio type workout, you're not focusing on the muscles you're using. You're focusing on the movement and the cardio part of it. And then you tend to pull from the wrong muscles, not realizing you have that extra weight on the lower body. So it's not usually a good idea to add ankle weights to cardio mm-hmm. and this cardio uh, boxing. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense for sure. If you're doing a, a boxing workout, is there any benefits over, say, if you're doing a workout and you're actually hitting a punching bag or you're hitting trainers, you know, hands, right. as opposed to what we were calling air boxing or shadow boxing? Yeah. Is there any benefits or differences between the two? Or The you main know, difference one more would be, um, of course, you have to have that coordination. So you're hitting the target that's in front of you. So that is big with the hand-eye coordination. Um, when you're doing air boxing, of course, there's no target in front of you you have to aim for. You may think you have one in front of you, which I say in the workouts, like either, you know, look at me and think you're punching straight towards me or something like that. But there isn't something that you're going to impact, so you don't um, always throw it on target. But when you're hitting a heavy bag or a trainer has, you know, like you said, their hands or mitts, whatever it is, um, you have slight impact, therefore it does make the muscle tense up more and you get a little bit more of that muscular um, mm-hmm. uh, or strength endurance and training as well. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. what, in what scenario would you recommend maybe not hitting a bag or not you know, making contact right. and shadow boxing is maybe better for you? Yeah. Um, if you have uh, any type of shoulder, elbow injuries, um, and that impact would be just a little bit too jarring on those areas of the body, I would say shadow boxing is definitely the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want impact where you're going to hurt something that's already been injured or you think might be injured or already hurts, right? Um, especially when you're first learning and you don't have your form down, you're not doing it possibly correctly, and that's as soon as you throw something and it's not correct and it hits impact or you hit too hard or like I said, you hit incorrectly, your hand positioning isn't right, then it could it could cause an injury. So um, yeah, shoulders, elbows, wrists, uh, definitely. Or if you know you have um, osteoporosis and very, very weak bones, and that makes you uh, nervous to have any jarring or impact on them, then I'd stay away from hitting the bag or mitts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great, great advice. Because sometimes we may not know, you know, what's true. What's yeah. safe for us? Um, we just want to get in there and start boxing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's jump into the mental benefits of boxing. Uh, what What are we reaping the benefits of on our our thought process and mental side? Right. Well, like I said, the um, the uh, memory and the recall that you have to do. When someone says, um, a lot of times in boxing, they call things out with numbers. 
Um, so each punch is a one, two, then a three, four, five, six, all the way up to eight. Um, so they'll say the combinations, instead of saying throw a, a jab, then a hook, then a right uppercut, they'd have to say that uh, a right, then a left, then a right, then a whatever it is that you're throwing. Mm-hmm. They do it by number. It's a lot easier, but they'll say now your combination is going to be a one, three, six, four. And you have to remember what those punches are that correlate with the number. And then you have to put them together. Um, But of course, the longer you do it, like I said, it becomes that flow. Um, So you have the memory because your body just goes like naturally into it. If you start doing it for a while, Mm -hmm. Um, you remember what the one, three, six, four is and your body does it. It's amazing to watch. Um, and you you can recall those things and that's exactly what we're trying to do when we're trying to strengthen somebody's brain, um, no matter what age it is, it's kind of like the memory game. You know, you put a bunch of cards, you know, face down and then you have to remember where did I see that one? We start that at a very young age. Um, and we do that as we get older to keep our brain sharp. So that's one of the big, big ways, um, is those combinations of punches that we throw and making someone kind of memorize that, recall it, um, and be able to get their body to continually do that. And each time they come back to a workout, they can remember what that combination is, recall it, and do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you're new to boxing, <clears throat> ear boxing, um, throwing punches can kind of maybe not feel normal. Right. And when you're throwing your right arm and then you kind of start punching with your left and then you start thinking to yourself, should I go back to my right? Right. You know, these are all things I think we think about when we first start. And um, this can kind of fall under uh, good practice. The more you do it, the better you get at it, even if you're not hitting anything. Yeah. Just that, like we said, in the air or shadow, if you want to call it that. Um, Yeah. I, I, I think a lot of people probably get embarrassed or nervous to do it in front of other people thinking I'm not, I don't look like a boxer. I don't look like I'm actually about to hit something, but that's not what it's obviously about. Um, we have to know all the benefits that we're getting and everybody, even boxers, if you were to watch, um, say three boxing matches in a row, so that'd be six fighters. Um, they all throw a little bit different. Everybody has a unique style. So that's the way you need to think about it. Your unique style is how you choose to throw your punches. So, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and overall, doing boxing exercises or workouts, uh, incorporating them into your regular workouts, is there something kind of empowering about doing that? I mean, oh, you're not out yes. there fighting anybody, mm-hmm. but just to go through a routine where you do a 15-minute, one of our videos, mm-hmm. what's the empowerment side? Yeah, that's what I always say, I think, at the end of the workouts when we do our boxing workouts. Um you just feel like you accomplished something and, and you feel powerful. You feel stronger um, in different ways than when you do a normal cardio workout or a strength training workout. There's just something to it. Um, the movements that you do and the memorization that you um, get from it, from doing those punches. And again, even if you're just throwing the hands through the air, um, you still feel that empowerment, uh, male and female. Um, after one of the workouts, it just, you know, it gets all those, those good feeling hormones released and those endorphins are going and we just, we feel good about ourselves. So that's another added benefit. Mm -hmm. So when you, when you think about all the the workouts that 
that you like to focus on um, many, many, whether it's regular cardio workouts, dancing impact workouts, strength training, where does boxing workouts fall in kind of the importance or the importance to you in, in seniors? I think it's right there. If you enjoy doing it, um, again, it goes with, you have to enjoy doing it to do it. Um, don't just do a workout because you think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Cause there's so many other ways to get a nice low impact cardiovascular workout in. Um, so if boxing's not your favorite, then it's not something that you need to throw in there just because it's ranked number three on a list or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's it's quite important for people who enjoy it. Um, it's it, because of all the benefits we've talked about. Um, yes, it is a cardiovascular workout, but your muscles engage in many different ways. So you will see lots of, uh, of benefits to your body there um, that you don't even realize you're getting mm-hmm. until later on down the road. You go, wow, look at my shoulders are really starting to look sculpted now. And I guess, and my core is really tight. And a lot of that is from the movements that you do when you box. And that is just going through the air. That's not even talking about hitting a heavy bag or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you can stay very low impact with it. Uh, good for the joints and good for the bones. Um, that's why I think it's such a great workout, but again, you have to enjoy doing it in order to make it part of your scheduled workout regime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think we should have just started with, uh, why should you do b- boxing workouts? You're going to look great. Yeah. The there you go. <laughs> <laughs> end of the day, podcast over. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, so much good information here on, bo- on boxing workouts. Hopefully you've picked, uh, picked up a few things from this episode that maybe if you don't do boxing episodes or I'm sorry, boxing workouts, you get curious about it to try it out, find a local class, maybe in your Mm -hmm. area. Um, we recommend going to our, our workouts, (laughs) our videos. Um, there's great examples on how to start for beginners to intermediates to advanced. Um, there's, there's something for everybody. So check that out. And, um, hopefully that inspires you. And, uh, thanks for joining us today for this episode. Don't forget to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Check out all of our latest and greatest content and sign up for that newsletter and uh, get everything delivered once a week. Mm -hmm. Until the next episode, we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.